Live and Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Doximity is committed to fostering an inclusive and diverse work environment where differences are valued, practices are equitable, and employees experience a sense of belonging that allows them to bring their full, authentic selves daily. As medicine's largest network, there's an elevated level of responsibility to everything we do. We don't take that responsibility lightly and are committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. So if you want to learn more about Doximity, go to your app store and type in D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. Again, that's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. Hey, 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 hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome to the group chat, Radical Change with Vonda Page. Well, so glad to have you. Let me give you a little intro. First and foremost, I am your host, Vonda Page, and I am the Radical Results Mentor for leaders looking to level up and managers making moves. And what I have done is taken my 30 plus years in corporate America, working in the change leadership space, working in the leadership advice space, working in the technology adoption and organizational change space, and decided to bring uh, at least part of that thought work to conversations around radical change on this program. And so since this is your first time, this is so great. I get to tell you everything about living corporate. And as a reminder for those people who have tuned in before, so living corporate is a media network that really focuses on, um, amplifying the voices and the experiences of black and brown professionals in the workplace. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, corporate America. It could be, you know, it could be tech. It could be startups. It could be education. But we really focus on amplifying the experiences. Um, and, 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 and in this show, specifically the group chat, um, I focus on what are the solutions needed and, and how do we think about actions necessary to really drive radical change. And so um, on the group chat, basically I talk about topics top of mind. And right now today, um, I'm going to talk about LinkedIn. (laughs) And I am going to talk about, you know, one of the reasons that um, I started the Dump DEI campaign, which is all around, you know, changing the focus from diversity, equity, inclusion efforts to have, who, whose efforts have worked for everyone, right? Except for black women um, in the workplace. And that is because we have a very hardcore, very serious anti-blackness problem um, in the Western world. Uh, I mean, in the world period, but specifically, you know, I'm in the United States, we're in the Americas. And so when I think about uh, the issues, right, uh, that we face, and I think about how DEI has evolved in an industry, right, over the last 26 years or so, and how I see that there is no progress. And in fact, Black women are paid even less now in comparison to non-Hispanic or uh, white males, uh, right, than before. We were at 63 cents on the dollar, and now we are at uh, you know, 58 cents on the dollar, right? So when we talk about exactly who's defining these words, we talk from the very beginning, right? The very beginning is who gets to decide, right? Who gets to decide, right? 
is uh, the white men, the same men that made up the Constitution of the United States that I'm holding in my hand right now. And on the front of this copy, I have a pocket copy that I keep with me because, you know, I'm black. Uh, the pocket copy on the front, right? It's only keepers say the people. And that was by George Washington, who he himself, right? Uh, says the power under the Constitution will always be in the people. It is entrusted for certain defined purposes for a limited period to for representatives of their own choosing. And whenever it is executed contrary to their interests or not agreeable to their wishes, the servants can and undoubtedly be recalled. So this is George Washington, right? Lying to the people talking about who that that like we could really change this government when we actually know that the government um the people who are run, who who set it up right are the same people who own slaves and who was selling human beings right um for profit hey Mikhail, thanks so much for joining how you doing we just got rolling good to see you you know um we started having a conversation right around uh this whole you know, DEI, right? And, and who is even defining, defining it, right? So from the door, right? When we think about the founding, right, of America, because I, you know, my perspective, y'all know, is a very heavily, you know, American one, right? Because this is where I grew up. And, you know, when I think about the founding of this country and in the founding, right? They, they, they said uh, it, it's about men, and they only meant themselves, right? Because at this time, this is in 1789. So, you know, Africans were still enslaved and not considered people. So fast forward to 2022, fast forward to the Microsoft Corporation, fast forward to Apple, fast forward to Wells Fargo, Bank of America, any of them, right? Why would any of these companies, any of them be really willing to give black women, black people, indigenous people, a seat at their table. Because if they don't look like us, it's all starting wrong. And nobody in those rooms that looks like us are fighting for us, right? So when I think about, you know, how, um, when we just look at over the weekend, right? So I'll just take this, the LinkedIn situation just as a tiny little example. Now, I don't post anything that I feel is controversial. I don't think I post anything that is too out there. I don't use profanity. I mean, I say the word shit, but I always put an asterisk in it, right? And I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm that out there really, you know, but obviously um, I touch the nerve. But the conversation that I want to have today is the nerve of whom I touched, because I don't believe that I have a lot of hardcore conservatives following me. I only have 58, 5,900. I'm going to have 6,000 probably by tomorrow, but 6,000 people following me. I don't have no Ben Shapiro fans following me. I don't have no uh, Rush Limbaugh fans following me, right? The people that follow me right? For the most part are people that I either used to work with at, at some job I've had in the last 30 years, or they were my clients before or now, or maybe I went to college with them, a few people from high school, but it's basically people I've met in business, right? The other people that I've met and connected with over LinkedIn and via LinkedIn 
We met because we have some things in common. Maybe they are, you know, a DEI advocate. Maybe they are a DEI practitioner. Maybe they are a chief people officer, or maybe they have some other role like that, right? And so we cross paths. But anybody who's been following me lately, right? So I've been hovering around 3,000 followers for years, right? And then I got up to 5,000 after I posted about Jane Elliott, and then people started paying more attention. Well, the people who obviously are paying attention are the same people that were following me and the people who are trying to consume my content. Who's trying to consume content about equity, inclusion, diversity, belonging, justice, or whatever, right? It's a bunch of uh, DEI practitioners, number one, right? Professionals. But what do these DEI practitioners and professionals look like that are fighting for their rights, but they're not fighting for Black people to have anything? So when I think about the Asian, Middle Eastern, European, right? All of the non-Black, all of the non-Black DEI folks out here, those are the people that follow me. Those are the people that's mad that I'm calling out the fact that DEI doesn't work. That DEI, it only works for Asian people, queer people, right? Uh, it is not working for Black people. Black people come in Asian body in, in queer bodies. Black people come in disabled bodies, right? Black people come in every body that everybody else has, right? Right? And so how is it that the rights and, and the pay, right, and the equity, right, that, that other people have been fighting for has gotten gained, and yet Black women are still at the absolute bottom of the pay equity situation, right? Black women are still at the bottom when it comes to uh, raises and promotions. And black women are still at the bottom when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, in addition to pay, raises and promotions, oh, and titles, right? So every demographic, we're still at the bottom. However, black women are the most likely, right, to want to advance their degrees, uh, their their educate their careers, because we have the most advanced education and the most advanced degrees in the workplace, right? And white women are definitely not allies. It's tons of them, right? They are in here to make this money and to do what they're doing and to feel good about what they're doing. It's not about getting the real justice, right? We only need accomplices because our lives depend on it. You are you a hundred. You're a hundred, Jamie. A hundred. And everybody who has that proximity to whiteness, right? They get to say, well, at least I'm not black. And they they use that proximity to whiteness, right? To their advantage and to continue to shit on black people. Plain and simple. And so I think that one of the reasons, not I think, I know one of the reasons that I'm being blocked uh, on LinkedIn and reported is because I'm calling it out because people, they know that we know. And see, I'm not the one. I'm from Philly, first and foremost. Secondly, I don't play those games, right? 
I don't, I don't, and I don't work for anyone. So I can say whatever I want. So people can keep on reporting my pages and reporting my posts all they want. It doesn't matter. They're not going to be able to shut me up. I'm going to literally be on Amazon Fire Stick, y'all. I'm going to be on Roku, y'all. Okay. And my YouTube is going to have five shows and five podcasts. They're not going to shut me up. No one can shut me up. Okay. I know, y'all know, we know that nobody gives a crap about black people except for what they can use black people to exploit us, period. And LinkedIn, Microsoft is no different than any other app, than any other company, than any other program, than any of it, right? And so what we have to do, right, is focus on the things that are going to keep us alive, the things that are going to keep us surviving and help us to thrive at the same time. So when I think about, you know, uh, my, my posts getting reported or whatever, I'm just like, bring it on. I really do not care. I don't care because at the end of the day, right, I'm, I'm, I feel like Serena Williams. They don't like you anyway. Nobody likes us anyway. And if we didn't know that, I think uh, if we didn't learn it and didn't know it, we should have learned it and found out when we saw them throwing young African teenage girls off those trains in Poland, right? Trying to escape the war in Ukraine. The world hates black people. The world hates Africa and anything African and in America, right? Because uh, black people are descendants of Africans. They hate us. And they have used anti-blackness, right? As the weapon to wield the entire world against the diaspora. And I'm here to say, I see y'all and I'm not having it. I'm here to say, I, I don't care who likes it. I don't care who reports my posts. You're not going to be able to report my YouTube channel. You're not going to be able to report my Roku uh, TV shows. You're not going to be able to report all of it. And so what needs to be said is going to get said. Now, what can we do? How can we, you know, um, how can we address or manage or, or get progress? How can we make something happen? How can we, you know, really get, get, get some progress and get some accomplices, real ones? I think what we have to do is we have to call it out. We have to let people know, hey, we see you. We see you. And we're not having it. We have to let people know that we see the game and we understand the game and that the game, we are not going to just act like we don't see it. And for me, this is what DEI is, y'all. To me, DEI, and we talked about it. <laughs> the Cheryl friend called it uh, distraction, illusion, and something else. But that's what it is, right? It is not working. Um, and what it has done is it has put all of these other, you know, needs of, of people, of black people uh, and indigenous people. It's just put them on a back burner. And I'm not having it because it is bullshit because people can, can, can be put them, set themselves up to be like, Oh, okay. I'm not black. Right. Uh, and so I, uh, 
Oh, you said it. <laughs> I thought it was Cheryl. <laughs> right, right. Diversion and illusion. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And so, and so what we have to do, guys, people, humans, we got to call this thing out. We got to, like black people say, you know, we got to call a thing a thing, right? We got to call it out because we know it's lies. Because if it if it really worked, then how come black women are making 58 cents, y'all? Why am I making 58 cents? Why are we making 58 cents? Hmm? And why are we pretending that by using words like white supremacy and racism, like that that's really helping? Because that keeps the Asian people, the Middle Eastern people, right? Other non-black people who don't look black, that keeps them off the hook. That keeps them off of the hook, right? And so, you know, we have to put the pressure on and make them feel it. Now, obviously, I've done that a little bit, and people mad, so that's why they decide to, you know, uh, keep on blocking my posts. Literally, y'all, all I post about is I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be black, uh, and I'm calling out things that I see as bullshit. It's nothing wrong with me doing that, and I'm doing it on a professional platform. I own a damn business, actually, too, right? And that's my business. And so people, right, can have the responses that they want. But what we can do is we can put the pressure on. We can stop, you know, using the word white and trying to put uh, uh, Y's in it and spell it all weird because we worried about the algorithm. And what we could do is ask those accomplices, to Jamie's point, tell the accomplices, this is what you do. So this is what I did yesterday. So this is why, right, Joseph stays in, he stays on probation. So I text Jackie Abram and I said, hey, Jackie, give Joseph my number and tell him to text me. Joseph texts me and I told him what was going on and he stepped into action. That's an accomplice, right? He jumped in and said, hey, 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 right? I got restored, but then it kept on happening over and over all day. And so I could never get in uh, yesterday uh, for more than a few minutes because every time the profile would get restored, somebody else would report it. But, right, Joseph went out there, right? He put his profile on the, on the line, right? And he then tagged a whole bunch of people, right, and got it seen. And they unblocked me. But like I said, it keeps on happening. So now that me and Joseph are texting, right, I can say, oh, they did it again, right? But what else we can do, y'all, is continue, absolutely continue to call out anti-blackness. Call that mess out and don't let them, don't let them fall for it. Don't, 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 don't fall for that okie doke, right? I think he is, y'all. I think he is. I think he is. I think he is a real one. I think he is. I think he is. I'm telling y'all, I think he is, right? And and now that don't mean that he don't have learning to do, right? It don't mean he has has growth or whatever, but but I think he is. And so, right, a real one, which we know, they put they put something on the line, right? For for other people. And that's one of my things. And when I think about I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm going to have to upload it. But I'm putting together and we're going to talk about it now, a a um a YouTube that I was going to do at one o'clock, but since I don't have internet because of climate, but we'll talk about that in a second. I live in Oregon, y'all know, um, and we have an outage, an internet outage. And so I am using a hotspot. And so when I went to try to 
uh, it looked like the internet was back. So I tried to use my iMac and uh, to log on to here and it wouldn't work. So then I had to read, you know, redo the hotspot over and over because of climate. However, y'all, here's the thing. Those people, right, who are working in the DEI space, right, non-black people especially, and some black people, but it's mostly non-black people, right, working in the DEI space, who have not done their own work to examine and understand and unpack their own um, anti-blackness. Because I'm going to tell you, and I had a conversation with an Asian friend of mine yesterday about it. Asian people are very anti-black, period. Uh, I talked to my daughter about it too, and she knows tons of Asian people, goes to school with them, has her entire life, um, or at least since sixth grade, and they're very anti-black. And so it's not to say that they hate black people, right? It's to say that what they were learned, what they were taught, what they learned, how they were socialized is just like everybody else in the world is that black people are inferior and everyone else believes that they are better, right? The lies that were told about the continent. I did a, a great podcast the other night with somebody and he asked me, he, he's from Nigeria, and he asked me, what did I learn about Africa growing up? And I said, oh, I learned that Africa was the cradle of civilization. I learned that Africa was the beginning of everything. I learned that Africa was where medicine was created and science and um, uh, instruments and architecture. So I told him I learned that. But he said most people don't learn that, right? And and after doing several LinkedIn polls, after asking questions and, and using my own research, right, from years of being Black <laughs> uh, and, and years of, you know, working and, and years of seeing how it is, right, and asking, most people did not have that. Most people got the American whitewashed education. I'm curious, in Europe, what kind of education, right, do they do they talk about black people, right? Right? She said she could, <laughs> wait a minute, a white woman told you she could relate to your experience because she's a woman. That is even more crazy. That is super crazy. That's super crazy. So not did she tell you she could rate, relate to your experience. She's a woman, first of all. But see, that is the goal, right, of white people, right, of, of, of anti-blackness that makes everybody think they know black people. So they know what's best for black people. They know, you know, what, 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 whatever they think they know, right? That is insane. It's insane. So Europe is exactly okay. So Europe is the same as, as as America. So same bullshit education. Okay, right. So then that would make sense, right? In how those same prevailing attitudes and those same prevailing mindsets, uh, <laughs> what they go transatlantic, right? There is no, there is no, um, what no no barrier no ocean that that keeps anti-blackness at bay right so the pacific ocean nor the atlantic ocean can keep uh anti-blackness uh back which you know so what does that mean right that means we got a lot of stuff to do right so well then that's good to know so if you think about it like that so then if you're saying white americans are baby europeans then that gives even more context right around how Think about the epigenetic situation, 
number one, and think about right the 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 unwillingness to step into reality and to be willing to have a conversation to address your own issues, your own, you know, what you got going on. And so if we think about it like that, right, everything America got, they got from Europe, right? So they picked, so, so the Europeans brought all their BS over here, right? So, so they bought all of the colonialistic imperial uh, colonizer nonsense, right? Over here. And right. Since that's supposed to be, you know, like the bastion of, uh, of, 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 uh, you know, education and thought, right. People who got educated in Europe. So a lot of East Asians, right. Who get educated in Europe or brought up under British, uh, you know, rule, right. Then it makes sense why they would have those anti-black attitudes. It would make sense why they would have those anti-black attitudes, right? So, you know, I wanna, I wanna, you know, um, <laughs> did they have the best to send? Because this is what I think about. We talked about that. Their best is the ones that's telling everybody what to do, right? The best are the ones sitting up in the castles, right? Collecting all the stuff that they sending to to pillage and steal everything. So think about it, right? If you are, if you was, <laughs> if you were the king. Right. And you said, OK, I want to go around the world and get everything. You got to send your dirtiest. You got to send your meanest. You got to send your most disgusting. You got to send the ones that's going in. Right. That's going to that's going to fight the dirtiest. Right. You got to send in the ones that's going to be the nastiest, the meanest. And so that's who we got. And now their descendants. Right. Are the ones <laughs> running Microsoft and every other big company. And. The people who think that, you know, hey, one day they could be running Microsoft or 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 Tesla or Amazon or any other big company, right? Uh, don't realize that they were themselves conditioned with such a high level of anti-blackness that, you know, they that they don't get it. And 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 for the non, you know, black people, right? So for for Middle Eastern people, for uh Latino people, for Asian people of, you know, the entire big ass continent of Asia, right? What did they learn about black people in Africa, right? Africa is good enough to steal from, steal humans and steal every last resource naturally, but we're not good enough to run anything. We're not good enough to get paid the same because they really believe, right, in that system that was set up, right? Uh, in the 1600s, right? And I believe that they set it up before that because Columbus was over here in 1492. So we know they started before that, but I think it was just the records and how well the records were kept. So with that being said, right, uh, we know, right, what has been going on all this time. And we know that Right. The nastiest of the nastiest. Exactly. Right. The ones who who was down to do the horrible stuff. The one who was able to kill 100 million human beings here. Right. The ones that was able to throw bodies in in the, in the ocean. The ones that was able to decide, OK, are we going to do a loose pack, you know, on this trip? Or are we going to do a tight pack? So they sent the dirtiest. They sent the nastiest. They didn't send the refined ones that know 
you know, how to eat at a table with seven forks. You know, they didn't send the people who went to cotillion, right? That's not who they sent to do the dirty work. Those are the Bushes and the Cheney descendants who they chilling, right? Acting friendly. They not out there marching in, in Charlottesville and, you know, they, they, they're acting kind and civilized, right? And and they hiring Condoleezza Rice and, and, and Colin Powell type people, right? And so when we think about what we are dealing with, y'all, the element of what we're dealing with, right? The heinous thieves and killers and rapists, that's all we're dealing with, right? Their descendants, right? And a few oligarchs, right? That's the 700 that are wearing their, you know, 7,000 Brooks Brothers suits and they're dripping in Chanel and, 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 you know, whatever. Those people don't give a crap. They do not give a crap about all of those people that they sent to do their dirty work. But those people that they sent to do the dirty work, the people that weren't their best, right? They in it for the long haul. They in it for the fight. They 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 are in it to win. And now make make no mistake y'all that when the previous orange United States president got his compound, you know, uh examined for all the documents he stole he is setting up telling people get ready for civil war. So if you think that's not going to extend to LinkedIn and to other social media platforms, it definitely will. Because those people are in formation, as, as we say, right, to, to, to take action for what they believe in. And, you know, this DEI thing is another freaking masquerade of, of nonsense. It is. It's Agent Orange and he is the devil straight up he you know what i was thinking about malcolm x the other day i think about malcolm x a lot you know his speeches and i was thinking about you know how he talked so much about the devil you know and how he gave us such good and clear warning and it's and i remember you know in the 80s right when agent orange had his tv show right and i used to watch it faithfully the show was um called the apprentice and uh, I used to watch it every week, like, like you know, we had TV then. You only could watch things when it came on, right? And I remember thinking, he is such a scammer. But people really believe that he is a businessman because he is a showman, just a show person. And when he came down that escalator in 2015 and he said, Mexicans are rapists, I said, oh, my goodness, right? I said, oh, my goodness, right? He is going to become the president. I know he was going to win. I know he was going to win. I know he was, right? And I don't think anybody's offended by calling him that. Um, hopefully not, you know, that was a, a long time ago when that, those chemicals were out. But like, he is the devil, right? And, 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 and think about, right? We talking about the Europeans that, that came over here. He, think about the depraved stuff that's been happening. Think about the depravity, right? And and how anybody who speaks up or tries to fight back, right? What happens? And so we out here talking about how DEI doesn't work. We're out here talking about how companies, they absolutely know for a 100% certainty that they have not made any significant gains. They have not done anything significant when it comes to DEI, if you're talking about black people or indigenous people. 
and all of these BS reports, including the uh, one from LinkedIn, okay, they do not give you any real data. They do not give you any significant data at all, right? What they do is they tell you what they what you want to hear is, oh, you're making progress. Well, as far as I'm concerned, if I don't see the numbers, you're lying. And I think we know that if we're going to talk about them, right? Right. And who does that? Exactly. How about it, y'all? Right. America. Who does that? So if you think about it, right, the, the descendants, <laughs> right, of, of Europe who are here, making and doing all of these horrible things right horrible things it's a history of it they didn't just start it and so i wanted to back to real quick about some of the impacts right of this right some of the impact of it from the standpoint of who thinks about hurting people to that level right so i i talked about it in another um I think I did it in one of my podcasts. So I grew up in Philly. So y'all have to look up the MOVE bombing. MOVE, M-O-V-E. MOVE was a group of black people, right? You know, uh, that 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 were, you know, talking about freedom and, and blah, blah, blah. The city of Philadelphia bombed a city block. You, yeah, yeah, right? They bombed people. It was kids. Kids, right? So, so you talk about the cruelty, you talk about the inhumanity, you talk about the debase, just like don't care. Like, like there is no, there, like there, like not even children are not even protected, right? We know black children aren't, but children aren't protected. I think all the time about how we had to have, you know, marriage, you know, marriage age laws, right? Because grown gross men want to marry little kids, right? I think about the Bible. And I think about, you know, the, the Old Testament and I think about all of the, the laws and how they rewrote the Bible, right? Those laws was about uh, grown-ups, right, having relationships with children. It wasn't about anything. It wasn't about two people, you know, because gender wasn't a thing like that, right? So it's just, it's just really, um, you know, a lot of historic harm terror and traumatization right that is embedded right in like you're saying right in 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 europeans and how um that conditioning though it extends through all of us because when i think about right it's it's not just the europeans they brought over yeah the nastiness and they brought over the structure and the systems right but then everybody now y'all who has decided to buy into the system. Everybody now who has decided not to fight against it. Everybody now who like is like, I don't know. I don't know if they're complacent or what. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But what I want to say, y'all, is that, you know, the bottom line is that we know, we know that DEI, we know that the systems we know that these corporations, we know that these companies, we know that these people out here, nobody is checking for black people. We know. Nobody is coming for us. We know DEI is never 
going to give black people equal pay. It's not going to do it because who is running it? Way back to what Jamie said up in the beginning. Who is running DEI? Who is running these companies? It's the board of directors. Do boards of directors want to give up their power, give up their profit share by extending a seat at the table to somebody that's not one of their friends? Mm -mm. They don't, y'all. And so DEI is a scam. It is a joke. It is not real. It has no way to give equity or equality for black people. DEI is not going to give black women our uh, 42 cent that they owe us. They're not going to give me my 42 cent because the people that are working in DEI are anti-black. Because if that was the case, we would have never needed DEI as an industry. We would have never needed it because before Asian people got to America and Moss to work in the tech industry, black people were trying to get paid equally. What year was the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission founded? I want to say 1973 or 1974. What was our pay back then? And what was the pay now? Right? What was the reason that the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission was founded? It was founded because black people were not getting treated equally. It didn't have anything to do with Asian hate crimes. It didn't have anything to do with the Disability Inclusion Act. It didn't have uh, American with Disabilities Act. It didn't have anything to do with that. Black people from the 1500s to now have been the most oppressed and mistreated population in this country and we were the only people that were enslaved they have erased the native americans and are trying to act like you know that didn't happen either so when we talk about humanity and human rights and we talk about who benefited the most white women white women always benefit the most from everything and they are the same ones benefiting from DEI as an industry. So once, uh, actually, hopefully I can do it when I'm on the airplane. One of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to remove all of the white DEI people and the other DEI people um, who are not really doing any work to advocate for black women in this DEI space, who are not really doing anything significant. I'm deleting them. I'm unfollowing and making sure that they can't follow me and blocking them from my content because all they're doing is using black women, which, you know, that happens all the time, but we got to put a stop to it. So we need to call it out. I was so glad the other day when Dr. Carrie, blockity block block, that's right. Dr. Carrie, y'all, she uh, <laughs> actually had a screenshot of somebody stealing her intellectual property and not getting her, giving her credit. And I was like, right on, because we have to call it out. And so, I want to, you know, leave it with this um, is a couple of things. Number one, right, we know um, the three reasons why DEI doesn't work. It doesn't work for three reasons. Number one, DEI doesn't work because of the impact. We know it doesn't work because we, just the three of us right here live, right, we can talk about how uh, the impact of DEI 
it hasn't it hasn't been what they said it was going to be because there's no equity happening, right? So that's why DEI we can prove the we need to dump DEI because the impact we were promised the impact it doesn't work. That's number one. Number two, the individuals in DEI, right? The individuals in DEI they haven't done their homework. They are anti-black. Period. It's not about racism. Because that's why Asian people could say, well, I'm not racist. Well, no, because it's not about racism. It's just you're anti-black. You just don't like black people. And I understand it because we are all conditioned. Black people are conditioned to hate, to hate ourselves. We are conditioned to hate ourselves as black people. So I get it. I understand that. Right? But we got to call it out. So the impact of DEI hasn't worked. The individuals in DEI haven't done, uh, haven't done their homework. Right? Um, and, oh, I forgot my other one. Dag, I just had it. Is the impact, the individuals, um, oh, and the intent, the intent was wrong from the door. So the intent was wrong from the door. The impact, we see what it is. Only, uh, white women, and Asian women benefited because Asian women now, right? Asian women, y'all is making 95 cents on the dollar. They making a 95 cent. And black women making a 58. They making 95 cents. They up jumped white women. They up jumped white women. Nobody gives a damn about the impact. So that's why we got to talk about it, right? So the reason we need to dump DEI is because the intent was wrong, right? The individuals doing it are wrong. And the impact, right, is nothing but negative. And when you harm, exactly, exactly. And when you try to hold them accountable, they come back with the bullshit. It's two white women on, on LinkedIn that owe me $1,800. I asked, I told them I want my money uh, for my for the emotional and psychological damage that you did, right? We did a business venture together. They abused me the whole time and they won't give me my reparations. I asked them for the money over Venmo and um, what's the other one? PayPal. Of course, I don't expect them to give it to me, but... Um, you know, I asked them for it anyway. But my point is that, you know, these people that are working in DEI are not the people. And 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 DEI is not the industry. And right. Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. That was so horrible. Right. Right. Screenshots and share and tag and share even more. Exactly. 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 Because we need to hold these people accountable. Right. Because what we have to tell people is that that is an anti-black attitude it's anti-black period so i'm going to be having conversations around anti-blackness um i am going to be having conversations about unpacking it you know that i'm running a dump dei uh campaign um i'm going to be doing all kinds of um uh, uh events and things my book is called dump dei listen i'm not i'm not i can't you know, Jamie, this is your first time joining and I'm super happy you're here. Mikel knows me. I, I'm not playing. I don't play when it comes to black people getting killed. I don't play when it comes to our not being able to make money enough to take care of our family. I don't play when it comes to racism, anti-blackness. I don't play in these streets, right? Right? Hello, didn't come to play with these hoes. That's right. That's right. We slay all day up in here. Listen, I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. I'm from Philly. Y'all saw my sign? My shirt I got this weekend? 
pro-black, pro-brown, pro-trans, <laughs> pro-science, and pro-ho. All the way. All the way. Okay? All the way. So, that's what we're going to do, y'all. We out here. We out here. She our people. She our people. We out here in these streets. Listen, y'all. Don't give up the fight. It is our duty to fight for our freedom. It is our duty to win. It is our duty. Okay? And um, listen, we don't have nothing to lose but our chains. We didn't have nothing to lose but our chains. Every black woman that I have ever studied, studied under, listened to, listen, Asada Shakur, Angela Davis, Sonia Sanchez, they know what they're talking about, right? Um, listen, we can fight, we can fight, but we can't fight the master using his tools. But what we can do is we can call people out and we can stand up and 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 say and do the right thing. And hey, call out the, the coons and the kinfolk that ain't doing the right thing, right? The skinfolk, if they ain't right, call them out. So, hey, thank y'all so much for joining. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining. Hey, check out the old episodes. You can jump in anytime. And, hey, I will see y'all next week on the group chat. Take it easy, y'all. Appreciate you. Thanks so much. Living Corporate is brought to you by Textio. Today's top talent is everywhere, representing everyone. And our work environment should reflect the level of inclusion to meet that standard. Textio achieves this in building more equitable company cultures through the language we use in our job postings. That culture is formed one hire at a time, making the words we use to reach more diverse candidates all the more important. Our advanced language insights and employer brand content is what drives our mission of inclusion. Through our industry-leading application of artificial intelligence and machine learning, we're able to widen companies' reach in finding and building upon the very diverse talent that empowers a culture of belonging. Every door should be open to every qualified job seeker. Again, that's Textio.